Charles. I'm Brian. And I'm Brad. I know I just tossed my hair, but uh, what's the intro? No, this is, I'm going to let Brad say it. This is a spoiler review for Bahubali, The Beginning. Because he chose it. Because I uh, chose it because I wanted to watch Bahubali, The Conclusion. All right. And now, and now I know that there's a Bahubali Three coming. Three, and I think they already released the title of the, the what's oh, for it. Did they? Thought so. Thought I saw I, it. All right. So I have a theory question for you. Why? What do you think happened between um, the uh, loyal? I'm horrible with names. I got to get the names. I only know Bahubali, but for you, and I'll correct the name once I find it. But the loyal slave soldier. How do you think he killed Bahubali Sr.? Um, Which, what a way to start off the spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the next film. Uh, is it Nasir? I'm getting it. Uh, that's his actual name. Uh, um, I think it was an accident. I uh, think... As in, like... Like I think pure accident or misunderstanding and he, he like saw someone and he thought they were a bad guy and he killed them. I think it was Katapa. Um, I think it was pure accident. I think it was um I think I think it was pure accident. I think like um like a misdirected arrow, like he blocked an arrow and it goes through it, or um, some series of unfortunate events happen that leads to leads to something he did directly lead, that leads directly into that death. Um, Good show, better than the books. Yeah, a series of unfortunate events. Are you talking about the, which one? The TV show with um, what's his name, or the movies? Well, there's a TV I mean, show with the um, movie was bad, or it was messy. It was fine, but it was messy. The show is great with Neil Patrick Harris. And and, and when I read the first and maybe second book as a like twelve year old, I found the definitions to be oftentimes condescending. <laughs> Feel okay. felt condescending. Once in a while, I'd be like, "Hey, thanks, adult. I needed that." But the other times, I was like, "Okay, come on." But using um, the sultry voice of Joe from Family Guy to <laughs> narrate those <laughs> definitions took all the condescension, condescension away. I don't know is what that, this move is. Is it the same guy? Yes. Because um, he's also the guy in Ted. Yes, who got beat up. Yeah. Because, and who keeps blacking out and having gay sex with Ryan Reynolds. Not realizing that he's actually gay. Yeah. In real life. Yep. Same yeah. guy. Okay. Same yeah. guy. Okay. I didn't realize that was the same guy. I, I figured it was somebody, two different people. Oh, yeah. That's um, the whole. I mean, Seth MacFarlane's the reason Mila Kunis and him are in it, plus, I'm sure, a bunch of other people because they're all from Family Guy. Well, I didn't. I don't know. This is super off topic, but didn't Mia Kunis, like, didn't she lose a bet or something like that and had to do that show or something like that? Wasn't there some? Or did yeah. she just do it for the goodness of her heart? No, neither. It was just, uh, there was an original actress who voiced Megan. For some reason, she didn't want to come back for either season two or episode two. So Mila Kunis stepped in. And there is one part in 
in the bloopers where she's really messing up with some line or something. And Seth tells her, if you get this in the next take, you'll never have to sing on family guy again. And she's like, I need to. And she doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no, as far as like being on family guy, I, I've never heard that. Okay. But I mean, animated jobs are cushy. So, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> if if you accidented into a lucrative job <laughs> talking for 20 minutes a week <laughs> i'm sure it's, i'm sure it's a lot harder than that please voice actors and actresses that uh listen to the show please don't take offense i'm sure your job is a lot harder than that i'm sure you have many takes spend many hours to get the perfect voices i would yeah, everything that you do i was categorizing mila kunis probably unfairly actually uh as famous stunt casters stunt, <laughs> you know like you said angelina jolie in the non-spoiler in kung fu panda angelina jolie seth rogan yeah all those characters you don't, you don't need anything from them except a name on a billboard you know even in the stories they're not really nothing about their voices is essential to those characters you know and outside of the, outside of the body that they're attached to to the characters, not oh, their actual my bodies. <laughs> my bad. I didn't even realize that until halfway through. I was like, damn, he got me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, those are... I, I could see Mila Kunis knocking out a whole episode's worth of lines in 20 minutes because she's a very talented actress. Um, and, I, I mean, these days she's got to be able to do that with how many years she's been doing it. So... Her, uh, you know, losing a bet and accidenting into making $50,000 an episode, which realistically, Max would probably take an hour for her to record those lines with like a lot of water breaks. (laughs) That's not a bad bet to lose. Yeah. I mean, I would love to lose that bet a couple times. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to lose that bet once. Okay. Bahubali the beginning. What's the, what's... What are some of these spoiler things that you didn't want to say in the non-spoiler review that you almost um, touched on? So, my favorite scene, overall scene in this movie, is probably pretty easy to guess. So if you want to take a shot at it, I'll let you take one crack at it. <sighs> there's, there's some good scenes, but there's one that really stood out. I don't know. For some reason, all all I started focusing on was how it's kind of creepy that he's painting on her (laughs) (laughs) or it it could it could be seen as creepy if she didn't end up eventually liking it um tattooing her he he tattooed her too because she gets wet and doesn't wash off kind of thing and it's there in the end it's like henna and you know he is painting her i mean oh god if it was a real tattoo i would have been like what the fuck is wrong with you and why are you dating her? There's something wrong with her that she couldn't feel ah, for 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, no, I have no idea. Um, can, can you give me a hint? What um, kind of sure. scene? It, it, the scene lasts for about a minute to a minute and a half. He uses his strength to make, make something and then proceeds on with the scene. Make something. Yeah, that's one of the only times he actually like makes something. 
because most of the time he just uses strength to kill somebody or um, lift up something strong. But he actually, with his strength, um, does something, fashions an object, and then proceeds on with the scene. And it's clear that, or just to be clear, it's not him picking up the shrine and moving it under it the, not. right? Because, okay. Because I was like, that's not killing somebody, but it's also not making something. Unless it's making her his mom sit down. <laughs> <laughs> um, make something. Ah, this is, it's been two weeks. My memory. It's a, it's a gift and a curse. I can yeah. watch this movie again and I wouldn't see that coming. Make something. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, um, fashions an object. He uses a strength, something that you and I couldn't do. He uses strength, makes an object and then proceeds on with the scene. I got no idea. I'm sure he's going to bend something. Nope, something. he uh, rips off half the tree bark off that dead tree, makes a, uh, uses it as a toboggan or a bobsled, <laughs> and then slides down the hill. Isn't that just glorious? Yeah, that was, that was great. I mean, I wish I could do that. I mean... That was like... That moment is like... 90% of the reason I love tag. Because <laughs> it just does <laughs> shit like that. And it's great. Okay, I never would have guessed that because that just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I and never would have. Then there's uh, my favorite weapon that I hope comes back in part two. Which is the, like, mace that, like, lets out a chain for the ball and then, like, zips itself back. Yep. <laughs> that thing was sweet. Yeah. I, I actually forgot to mention in the non-spoiler, respond to something you said in the non-spoiler review. In India, they are legally required to have those like non-smoking and CGI animal markers. Oh, I, uh, as far, I, 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 have, I haven't noticed up until this movie. I mean, I notice when it's there, so I, I can't say that it's in all the films I've seen because if it wasn't required for that film industry, then I, I just didn't notice. You know, I'm not going to miss it. But I like it. I actually like seeing it. So maybe I'm I, incorrect. I, just, I, I, I don't know. I wish it was smaller. Um, I mean, it's it's pretty good size font. Um, I wish it was, uh, and I like that it was clear, see-through. Mm-hmm. Um, with like a hint of like a bubble to it. So that way you could, when something came by, it just wasn't like, oh, where'd it go? Um, it's it not always bubbled. clear. Yeah. Well, it's it's clear it's see-through because it Are, ma- it blends it blends to the background. Sorry, I, I I'm just talking like a baby who just has thinks thing and says thing. It's not always clear in all movies that I've seen. Sometimes oh, okay. it's opaque. Okay. <laughs> it sounded um, like I, such I, a weird God, I'm wow, my brain. <laughs> um so I, I wish it was a little bit smaller in text, um, because as much as I like it, I was a little distracting because I was waiting for it to, because it would pop up and disappear, pop up, disappear, pop up, disappear when, whenever the bull was in scene yeah. or whenever the bull was um, like on screen. Um, I wish it would have just kind of done the CGI, like I wish it would have just said CGI bull or CGI whatever. And then for like five seconds and then taken away just so now we know that bull the whole time is CGI. Um, but it was distracting because as soon as I noticed it, I, was, I could not notice it. Would it have been less distracting if they stopped putting it only in the specific shots where it was relevant and they just kept it the whole time? 
uh, like, that, through, through that not, through that scene not, until the yeah, bull went away. Yeah, yeah, it would have been better because the bull doesn't really in that scene. He he isn't on screen, but he doesn't disappear from the scene. Yeah, um, he's still in the scene. You're just looking at the camera through a different different angle, different lens, whatever. It would have been less distracting if it would have stayed there, but it was going up and down every time the bull was in screen. Um, so it was distracting. I, so I wish the font was either a little bit smaller or just would have stayed in the corner, stayed there until that scene was over, and then just moved on. Yeah, but. It was on. It was on screen for the bull scene, but it was not on screen for the flashback with the scorpion stinging the little kid in the hand. It was not on screen for that, which is weird because well, I was looking for it. Yeah, it might be just the fact that nobody likes scorpions. <laughs> well, they're not animals; they're insects. <laughs> I mean, truly, oh, it might yeah. be that they're not animals; they're insects. And two, maybe it's also because. They didn't hurt the animal or the scorpion, not the animal. You know, they didn't actually hurt the scorpion, right? He, they just let uh, he, it go. He, no, he hooked it. He heated the thing over to the side. Well, scorpions are notorious for always landing on their. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just eats it and just whoop. Uh, but what is it? The um. Okay, so. And the snake, the snake wasn't, they didn't mention the snake, but I mean, the snake was just there just to distract her. So they weren't harming the snake at all. He was just using it to distract. What's her name? That's curious. Maybe it's just mammals. Hmm. But the snake wasn't being harmed. Like I said, he would just let it out of the bottle. So it would distract her while he was tattooing her arm. Yeah. Um, I'm, was it, wait, that snake was clearly CJ. It was clearly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. Maybe it was because they were harming harming the bull. Like at, they actually killed the bull. Um. At the end of all that. Um. So maybe that makes a difference. The snake. I can see not using that because they didn't harm it. They just, he just used it as distraction. And then the scorpion. He just yeeted the thing. He didn't really like. We didn't see it die or anything. It was just stinging the boy's hand. And then he just hucks it. You know. Speaking of Seth Rogen, as we were the. <laughs> The sequence in Ted where Ted fights a duck, there was a real duck on set. And when you see the scene, like five seconds into that, the duck becomes a puppet. And I I was originally like, why? I mean, you have the duck there. Why didn't you use the duck? It's a duck. I can tell it's a puppet. And on the commentary or in like a special feature or something, he was talking about how the animal wranglers we're there and they're like, no, we can agitate it. We can make it like act. And he was like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to fuck with this duck just cause it's here. Like I'm not doing And this was like, however long ago, I mean, I'm sure I, if I had to bet, I'd say it's more than more likely than not, than that Ted has the R word for mentally challenged people. You know, so it this wasn't in some enlightened time where everyone was like, please just do everything right. You know, like we are today. Well, uh, that, Ted's that entire movie isn't necessarily politically correct. I mean, even even when it was filmed, it wasn't politically correct in a lot of ways. Like I I'll have to rewatch it because all I remember is like dick jokes, which I don't consider politically correct or incorrect. That's just a level of vulgarity you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) um but he but back then he was just like no everyone's telling me to use this real duck 
and get it mad, bug it. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, and, you know, Ted is CGI, so they could have had that duck do fucking anything and then CGI Ted in, you know, figure out how to do that sequence. So they really didn't need a puppet. Um, but it's always funny when they do stuff like that, when you can obviously tell that it's a puppet. Um, there's a couple other, like, I'm trying to think of some other movies or some other scenes that, like, it's clearly a puppet and they do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, Baby Yoda. Yeah, I mean that's that's convincing though. I I thought that was CGI, and then I realized it wasn't. I was like, oh, okay, my bad. There my was bad there was a moment where they were uh, preparing for either a puppet or CGI, and Werner Werner Herzog is uh, is that how you pronounce his name? They were like, all right, we're gonna do a take without the puppet. He's like, I'm gonna try to do his voice. What are you? Nope, nope. That was bad. What are you doing? <laughs> it's like, and they explained to him. He's like, "No, it will be puppet." <laughs> so, thank you, Werner Herzog, for forcing them <laughs> to not go down the CGI route. Um, but I guess the one thing, because all of this is just going to be like praising the film, but the one thing I will say is that I mean. The pain, the painting is cute, but also there's just an angle where you could be like, "That's if she doesn't end up liking that, this is the creepiest shit." Um, <laughs> but that's not uh, what I actually have an issue with. The only thing I really have an issue with is that their first song together is like him saying, "It's not you're allowed to tap into your feminine side as well as your tough side." You know, that doesn't make you weak. It was more like, remember, you're a girl. You're pretty. You, <laughs> you wear pretty things, and you look pretty. <laughs> and, and, look I'm how, gonna, and I'm going to strip you down to show you yeah. this. And I'm going to mansplain that you can look pretty. <laughs> and like, she, but it, so it's half that and half like romance. So I'm just like, can you stop telling her she <laughs> she's pretty? She She fucking knows she's pretty. Stop acting like you don't know you're pretty. What is going on? <laughs> this setting is magnificent. I'm just remembering all the fog that was everywhere. Yeah, I mean everything. Okay. Then the, the <laughs> yeah. Then the tattoos joined together, both their arms um, and their hands. Um, and then he like slowly disrobes her and cuts or like pulls her, pulls the string on the armor to drop her. Her chain, top, yeah. yeah, her leather chainmail thing, yeah, and then um, spins her to un, undo the bottom, so it turns out to be like a dress thing. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was kind of, it was kind of weird, creepy, weird. Um, it serves a point for the movie, I understand that, mm-hmm. but like, it still seemed kind of like mildly rapey <laughs> in some in some aspects. Yeah, there's I mean, a I know, way. I know, I, know, I know that's a. I know that's kind of an extreme way of looking at it, but I'm like. There's there's a, there's like there's a way that that could have been done without um, seeming so creepy ish, but and we're also looking at it from a totally different cultural view. We don't we don't know, uh, you know, how progressive the Tollywood industry is at the moment. I mean, they have great female characters in this movie. 
Yeah. And this is one of the great female characters. It's just that one scene, right? Where it's just like, uh, oh, this is kind of sticking out like a sore thumb. Yeah, well, that one, I guess you've got the the fairy or whatever you want to call, consider her, the mystic the mystic woman that leads him up the mountain. Um, That's kind of like luring him, seducing him up the mountain. Oh, yeah, the, the version of her that was yeah. like dancing and stuff. But with like the blue um, butterflies and stuff like that. Yeah. That was more. I mean, that's that, just that, a that's just a fantasy. So yeah, so I don't really count that. Yeah. I don't really count that. But I like that's other than those two scenes. I mean, that's the only time that kind of comes into play. Yeah. So basically, what we're saying is like literally two percent of this movie, we would change a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah. Make it just just I don't know. Just there'd be a few small changes just to make it better. But there, yeah, there's a difference between hey. You know it's okay, like you're not weak to enjoy gentle things or nice, you know, the gentler side of life. And saying, wait, you're not a guy. Because <laughs> um, even, and from where she's coming from, I totally get it because what her scene earlier with uh, the whole group of rebels would you say i don't know how to refer to them um Um, like she 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 cry a tear sheds at one point and the dude's like oh you have a tear you had a tear you're weak you can't have any tears so that's a pretty toxic leader yeah like (laughs) come on dude (laughs) you know like she's the most badass warrior left alive and there's one tear she has to literally convince you by saying these are not tears of sorrow these are tears of anger and shit or whatnot or but she's or not no- the most badass she's she's probably third right now <laughs> yeah and, and she even gets chided for that painting on her hand well, i think that, right that was, before that, was, that yeah that was making and it was also making her different because everybody else was um dressed the exact same and everything with the masks to make them you know non-unique um, so that was making her stand out as unique also by having the, the tattoo on her hand. And I guess the tattoo what, on her shoulder too, which comes up later. I guess when I said a pretty toxic environment, I should have just said a, a military environment. Yeah, but they're, I mean, they're, they're trained to be all the same. And that's why they wear the, the blank masks and stuff like that to make them anonymous. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. Is it, oh... Is it to keep their identity secret from the evil rulers or to kind of give them a hive mind and make them just fall in line more often or more um, easily? Probably the hive mind and probably, you know, to not individualize any specific one person. You're doing it. For, you're doing all of your actions for the group and not necessarily for your personal gain. The um, greater so by, good. The greater good of the <laughs> anarchy. Well, no, wasn't that like a hot fuzz thing? The greater good. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen Sean Penn. <laughs> Sean, yeah, Sean Penn, right? Mm-mm. Who's, what's... Sean... Well, you're thinking of Sean of the Dead. Isn't that the same guy that does hot fuzz? Yeah, it's the same director. Edgar Wright with um, Nick Frost and... Benji! Sorry, I got uh, Mission Possible on the mind because I just listened to the 200th 
100th episode of the Light the Fuse podcast. And I'm all just saying this so that I can try to remember Benji's name because it's the only name I forgot. Simon Pegg. Yes! Why the fuck did I forget Simon Pegg out of all of those? That was I... all me delaying and, try, and trying to make my delaying as naturalistic as possible. Um, what, what did I say? Sean Penn? <laughs> Simon Pegg? Yeah, see? Yeah. And 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 Penn is spelled P-E-N-N, so I mean, Pegg is P-E-G-G, so I mean, I'm right there. Right there. <laughs> Trust me, I I couldn't remember his name. That's why I, I literally, guess... I, I'm not even kidding. My stalling started when I didn't answer you. Because <laughs> I'm like, if I don't answer him, it'll come off like I'm being a, a little scamp. <laughs> and then, then I thought of Shot of the Dead. <laughs> yep. I mean, I can see his face. I mean, I can see, I can see those two movies. Um, I forget. I always forget that he's in um, Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. I got the Steel Book for the last Mission Impossible. Um, nice. What do you think? Did you see it? I, I haven't seen it yet. <gasps> August eleventh. I think is when it's supposed to be here. Ooh. Which one is that one? Rogue Nation. Fallout. Fallout. Okay. Because I've seen five. I haven't seen six. We should right? review those. And a minute by minute podcast, and we should name it Minutes Impossible. <laughs> Boom. I think that's already a podcast. <sighs> yeah. The I one tried. I've got registered is Minutes Accomplished. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, but no, so even if you wanted to do like one video where we just, or one episode where we just quickly reviewed each movie and not dive into each one i'd be good with that because i'm just ooh, i want to rewatch all of them right now after that episode uh nick offerman jokes that he kills benji about 20 times it's great <laughs> and the last one in the 200th episode of the um light the fuse podcast he jokes about because he's in the eighth one there's the seventh one? Oh, that's right because we're doing seven and eight together got it yeah okay Dead Reckoning Part 1 and 2. Um, and then speaking of Parts 1 and 2 in Steelbooks, I just picked up the Hunger Games Steelbooks, and that thing is sweet. The Steelbooks are sweet. <laughs> I only saw the first one, but I did see it like two or three times in theaters. Yeah, and then I've been wanting to watch all the um, Transformer movies because I, I must... Because you hate yourself. Because I'm sadistic and want to torture myself. Um. So that's, that's it. That's in a that's in a pack, four uh, K pack. So, non steel book. Wah, wah, wah. Dude, I already have the four K pack. I could have sent it to you. <laughs> that's okay. It, yeah, I think I can share my. <laughs> I, think, I, I think I, I think I can send them to you and never expect them back because <laughs> I never want. <laughs> I still haven't watched four and five. I bought them so that I could watch them drunk with Christian, and then we got drunk and forgot. um so i think swinging this back back to bala bali because we do this a lot um i think this movie does have tangents i think this movie does it feels like to me that it's trying to serve a point it's trying to push a philosophy it's trying to push like a a positive message message um that's what it kind of feels like through parts of it it feels like follow your dreams um where the kid keeps trying to go up the mountain um but it also kind of feels like follow your dreams and do what's right 
um, for the military group that um, the our lead actress is a part of, um, trying to let, trying to free um, um, Bahubali's mom. Right, that's who that the older lady is. Yeah. Um, and I got really confused even on a rewatch in the flashback of who was who, because all the all the double actors. I was like, okay, the, I guess this is grandma. Because I know Ma looks different. Oh, wait, no, that is the father. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the 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 main servant guy um, who protects um, the guy from the bull despite him locking up um, his queen, I guess is what, what, what he would be to her. Yeah, Katapa. Uh, Katapa. I, I like love... Of, like, never giving up and always do what's right and... So I feel like they're trying to push like a positive message throughout this movie, um, despite some of the the current events going on in the movie. But it feels like they're trying to push a push a message. Okay. Ooh, you got your thinking cap on. He's, pu- he's pulling his beard. No, I was stroking, just thinking. I was thinking about which firmly. which part I wanted to talk about next, and. I mean, the catch-22 of Katapa is just heartbreaking because he, he's so loyal and he will bring that, you know, he will live out that loyalty to the end. He even denies the uh, arrogant gentleman who he wins over quickly, that rich guy, who's like, let me buy your freedom. What are you talking about? But I, that is so such a rich territory for an actor to delve into but almost immediately after in terms of like the scope of the whole movie he goes to Bali's mom is like just tell me to release you and i will do it right now he i guess he still sees it as a loyalty but he knows he is betraying a king of his so yeah. that is that was just mm, the texture in that was so delicious yeah it's tough which spot so- to be in too which sounds gross of me to say <laughs> considering it's a, it's a, what's actually happening yeah it's a tough spot for him to be in though too because he's been serving this his new king for 25 years and because he says i've been serving you for 25 years please let her free um and he says well i'll let her free but <laughs> she's uh she's gonna be free from the, from her mortal body is basically what he says and not a not a nicer and not as nice of way and and just, I mean, I know I'm kind of twisting the knife for everybody who's already seen this, but just as a reminder, that was right after uh, Jackass offered him one wish for saving his life. Anything. And he still had to play dirty and twist it. Yep. <sighs> um, <clears throat> what do you think of the flashback between Bahubali senior and his half brother, uh, where the half brother cheated, got all the archers and such and gave him relatively useless stuff, but he got all clever and sewed the tents together and lit them on fire. Why am I laughing? I sound like a sadistic asshole. (laughs) I, I sound like I should be killed at the end of the second movie. That better not be a spoiler. It's not because I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the only reason I said it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, 
the one and I don't remember which kids which. I mean one one was you know brute force which turns out to be um which is going to turn out to be what's his name? Um the big soldier bad guy that um jerk face McGee. Yeah, that fought the bull. And then I don't know who the other kid is. Who's the other kid? Baho Bali Jr. Okay. Or senior, senior, senior. Senior. Okay. He um, he's the one who gets the um gets stabbed and stuff by the scorpion. Yeah, because he always takes the high road on everything. Um, he seems to be very competent in everything that he does, but he takes the high road. If he has a chance to help somebody, he's going to help them. Like um, the like scorpion was going to sting his mom, so he grabs the scorpion, doesn't let her see see it. She walks away, and then you know, as it's constantly stinging him several times, then yeets it away, sucks the venom out, and then uh, moves on. Um, he seems to be the more social one. Um, I believe he's the one in the the market scene when um, he pretends to be drunk, or his brother is drunk or whatever, just keeps smashing the cups, and then he shoots the one up on top to release three, uh, to everybody. It's kind of like a free gesture. Um, so that scene wasn't in the English version. Oh, that's interesting, because that's a yeah. great scene. And I want to actually touch on that scene because in that scene, like he ends up dancing with very attractive women who are there to dance for all the men. And in that case, I don't think that's inappropriate because I mean, in this world, I would assume they are workers who are being paid and they are, you know, choosing to be there to dance for the men. So it is their choice. <laughs> you know? Um, if they were slaves, then it would not be. And I'd be like, ah, fuck that owner. But, yeah, that whole sequence was great. Like he's so dramatic. He he knocks over every cup. Is like bigger. And it's like, Dush! and he's about to push that. He's like, ah! and he's like, oh, give me some money first. <laughs> yeah, and then he like throws rocks on all of them and like perfectly punctures holes in them. And one gets descended, and uh, we're supposed to believe the three women were roped up in there and hanging from the ceiling the whole time, just in case a baller came through. Like that yeah. is, and then like, uh, then they get like unyoyoed. <laughs> uh, like one, one of the old school yo-yo or the old school like top things. Yeah, honestly, I'm I'm kind of glad that it, whatever I couldn't take care of it just so you could see that in context of the film because that's it. I can't. Wow, I never would have imagined that scene would be cut because that scene is so cool. <laughs> yeah, so that that scene was cut, and then, like I said, I think they extended some scenes in the beginning part of the this movie. Um, it just feels like everything was just a little bit longer, a little bit more drawn out. Um, the scene, it, like the instead of cutting it by cutting those scenes where you're like, man, they could have just cut that scene down five seconds. It feels like they kind of left some of that stuff in. So there's even probably like an extra two or three minutes of credits in the beginning of the film. I always usually, they're, they're nice, but you know, for the 10 minute reactions that go on YouTube, I skip over that because they are nice, but that's it, it seemed like really the 10 one, minutes of movie. The um, no animals were hurt scene, the no animals were hurt sign seemed like it was up there for way longer than it needed to be. <laughs> so that might've been part of the runtime too. So. Yeah, that's yeah, that's all part of the runtime. You know, I get. It. I'm for uh, You know, I I'm not going to um ask them to cut out a few thank yous just because it's a few minutes. Like it's long, but it's a two and a half hour movie. 
So why not let uh let let those people enjoy their thanks, and if it bothers me, I can skip past it. <laughs> you know, yeah. but it doesn't. Uh, what else? <sighs> Dude, that that. Uh, flashback a-hole just ripping through innocent civilians because he was so driven. I think if I had to guess if there was a message, it would be um, piggybacking off what you were saying. It would be follow your dreams and do it the right way. Okay. Yeah. You know, like clearly the cheaters, they might prosper in the 25 year short term. but eventually they won't yeah um yeah just i would say overall fantastic movie in the sense of they did a really good job pushing this first half of the story um except for the flashback scene which is the only thing i would really really change like just just make that transition a little clearer Yeah. And even if you, like, as characters came up, just threw a little name underneath it, like um, Bahubali Sr., um, you know, just because, just for real quick, doesn't have to be, like, they don't have to pause and, like, freeze frame it and be like, ah, kind of things. But just so that way it's, it makes everything really clear, especially when you start having actors play two different roles and stuff like that, too. So, yeah. um, or- that, But that'd be the only, like, real solid change this movie that I'd want to make that would, I think, clear it up a lot. Or at least, you know, just incorporate their names into the dialogue more. So, I don't know. Yeah, something to clarify. Honestly, if I think they just made it really hit you over the head, obvious that they're flashing back right at the be- right at the beginning, that would have just solved. We we could figure it out. It, if they needed to, maybe change the beard style a little bit. But then you know, make them look younger. I don't know. <laughs> Or just, oh, okay, this is how. Because I was like, you can't shave Bahubali's beard because it is so integral, I assume, to the current day people recognizing the sun. But what you could do is you could braid it like Thor's beard in Endgame when he got his, you know, went to uh, hammer up before fighting Thanos. His beard... was braided so un- like like his father's like oh Thor's. yeah yeah Thor's yeah. was braided like odin's yeah Odin. i got i got you sorry no no worries um and unless there's a good reason why not to i don't know if there might be religious rules about designing your facial hair if there's not a good reason not to that's what i would have done just have it have it be a thick braid Everything else looks so similar, but suddenly you're seeing the same actor you've been following the whole movie with big ass braids in their beard. Something's going to clue you in, you know? Yeah. Uh, that with the like 50 years. No, I don't actually want the, uh, <laughs> the sitcom flashback thing of yeah. <laughs> puddles or whatever. But yeah, 50 years ago. Slap a slap a sexy braid on that man's face. I think we're we're ninety percent of the way there, and we can pick up the last ten percent. But as yeah. it is, it's pretty. You know, I feel like it's a responsibility to say. 
They play the two multiple characters and it's an hour. The hour that's inescapable. You can't be like 50 years ago and this will last till the credits, (laughs) you know? So, but yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see the next movie. Um, I hope that it continues on with the action and the drama. The story seems to be going in a good direction. The action is fast paced enough that it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel rushed. It doesn't feel too long and it doesn't feel like there's too much gap in between action where you get bored. Um, So it feels like it's hitting that right pace. So I'm excited. I hope that continues in this, in the episode two. I was just thinking that like, I remember RRR. I was like, I could use one more action sequence. Never felt that here, which is so strange. Although (laughs) wait, one other thing, which I don't, actually want to change in the movie but when he just went with the guards and then started like fucking with the guy in the uh, present day right uh, I was like Bob Bali what the fuck are you doing or Junior or Shivu it's like Shiva? what Shiva okay I'm looking at the IMDB and it said Shivudu so I got a little confused but oh, I, thought, I thought it was Shiva. I think it's Shiva for short, and then maybe Shivudu for long. Um, but like, I was like, "Why are you bringing attention that you're there? And why are you lighting the place on fire? You are saying that you were in the room. Stop!" <laughs> but what is it? I I'm so excited um, for you to watch the second one. So so you're right. Uh, it depends on the language you're watching because they have a couple different names for the different languages. Um. Shivudu and Shivu, depending on what language you watch. Okay, is Shivudu, uh, uh, what is it? Tell tell you go. Okay. Not Tamil. Yeah, Tamil was the one in Netflix that we have here then. Huh, yeah, that's so weird. Uh, Even when I looked up, um. Yeah, the prince's names have different, they have different prince's names depending on the language. It seems like everybody has slightly different names depending on the language. That makes sense. Uh, what was the, I was going to say one other thing. Okay. Uh, so we will be getting to Bahubali, the conclusion, but our next film is pray because it comes out tomorrow at the time of recording. (laughs) (laughs) And this, uh, this was one I asked for, for, uh, what is it for something, you know, timely for SEO. And because I was super excited for it, to be perfectly honest, <laughs> I was like, I really want to see this and I want to talk to Brad about it. And if we do it sooner, then I guess that'll be better. So yeah. that's coming out. Pray on Hulu. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. What um, I knew it was on a streaming service. I just remember what one. I believe it was directed by Dan Trachtenberg, who was originally, he was a YouTuber who did a dope ass short film about portal and then he was hired for why the last man but that fell through and i think he directed 10 cloverfield lane yes all from memory uh but i'm remembering prey because imdb has a little ad for it it's p-r-e-y and i will not tell you uh anything about it anyone listening you can watch a trailer if you want to be spoiled but honestly the excitement I felt in the trailer, I wish I ha- had that for the movie. And I don't know how to h- convince someone to watch the movie without spoiling the surprise. 
Um, yes, trust me, please. <laughs> yeah, he's also done an episode of Black Mirror, an episode of The Boys, and he also did the pilot episode of The Lost Symbol, which is on Amazon Prime. Never seen that, but what episode of The Boys did he do? Because that's really interesting. The to name me. of the game. Uh, season and number? Uh, season number, yes. <laughs> I mean, I've seen most of season three. I don't know. I got, I got nothing for you. You're the person who knows everything. What was the name of it? Um, I don't. The name of the game, I think it was. I'm quickly scanning through. Got to be episode. It's got to be season three. No, the boys season one episode one. Name of the game. Oh wait, yep, yep. So he did the pilot of that, the pilot of Lost Symbol, nice. and then he did episode play test. Nice. Yeah, he's a by the short that I saw, and by Ted and Cloverfield Lane, he's fucking fantastic. I also saw this pilot, but I wasn't paying attention. Sorry, what were you saying? Um, Ten Club Filling was good. Okay. Yeah, I like that movie. Um, I'm not much for scary, suspenseful movies, but I like that one. I, w- I wish... Is there, isn't there a sequel to that? Or isn't there supposed to be a sequel to that? Well, uh, yes and no. Cloverfield was the found footage monster movie written by... Wait. Let me make sure I'm correct, but I think it was written by Christopher McQuarrie, or it's someone surprising. Uh, Cloverfield. Anyway, this was the, like, adjacent movie, so it's not so much a sequel, but it's more of a, you know, uh, uh, cinematic universe. Oh, it was directed by Matt Reeves. Never mind. Uh, Directed by Matt Reeves, who did The Batman, and written by Drew Goddard, who, yeah, he's done everything. Uh, and then the 10 Cloverfield Lane, and then there was a script that was like kind of adapted to fit and dropped on Netflix with no warning on the Super Bowl called The Cloverfield Paradox. That movie is, it has some stuff, but it would be like skunky. Okay. Because it like does a good well, job, but then you think about it for two seconds and it completely falls apart yeah well um cloverfield's got um tj miller in it so that's good go back to um, is it <laughs> go back to our uh, ryan reynolds deadpool <laughs> is it because he kind of got drunk and called in a false bomb threat against some lady who didn't like that he was drunk on a train <laughs> oh well he also was a big hero six so i forgive him <laughs> He also kind of did a Charlie Sheen to the Silicon Valley crew. <laughs> um, Big Hero 6 is my favorite Disney movie. So, Oh, okay. I didn't know you were wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I, no, I can hear the hurt in your heart. <laughs> tell you where you can shove that opinion and <laughs> tell you where you blow it out from well you must be excited for the Baymax show <laughs> um, I want to see it um, but yeah starts off sad comes out good Where a lot of them come go happy sounds like sad. my sex life what? yep <laughs> um, so the, we're wrapping up uh, Bahubali before we finish here uh, budget and box office Okay. Um, I do have the English numbers or the um, the uh, USD numbers. Thank God you don't depend on me trying to sh- just trip my way through ten minutes of awkward. I, I don't know if anything I just did was even relevant. 
180 crown budget, which is um, 28 million USD. Box office was 60 to, or 600 to 650 crown, which is 93 to 101 million USD. What was the what, what did it take in uh, 20, 28 boxing? to make 93 to 101 uh, box office? Oh wait, what it made? So did you just say it made twenty million? It it cost twenty million dollars to make this. Twenty eight million, yeah. Would, would fucking Endgame cost like sixty bucks and a handshake? <laughs> like <laughs> Jesus, what what? If I ever get like millions of dollars, I'm not even making a movie in this country. In my in my country, I'm going to India. <laughs> Damn. All right. So right so before made about, made about four times its money, almost four times its money. Nice. Uh, there were a couple other people who you might notice from the first Cloverfield: Lizzie Kaplan, yes, Jessica Lucas. I already looked at the cast. Yeah, and Mike Vogel. Just yeah, wanted to I, shout out the others because they they I mean they're no slouches either. You know, it's hard to. I mean, fuck, you wouldn't even re- really recognize T.J. Miller except for his voice from that movie because he's behind the camera the whole time, quote unquote. So, um, just wanted to shout out all the cast. Good for them. Um, for this movie, I guess they, um, they made the world's largest poster. <laughs> The poster had an area of 4,793 meters squared. Was that the one that was on a skyscraper? Yes. Nice. I remembered that. My memory is so weird. <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, it, was, it has since been broken by MSG2, the messenger. Um, and theirs was almost was over a thousand square meters larger, five thousand nine hundred and sixty nine meters squared. So about twelve hundred meters squared bigger. See, Elon Musk is just gonna do that on one dark night and just use one of his satellites and cast it over the desert and be like, haha. Yeah. Beat it. <laughs> you you gotta stop going horizontal and just or wait no. You gotta stop, stop going, going vertical. vertical and just go horizontal. And all of a sudden, it's like, not talking about my sex life. And then all of a sudden, um, some of these big other big companies decide to get the right idea and start advertising. The moon. It. Yeah, start advertising on the moon and stuff. And just like, <laughs> oh, come on. Next time you look up the moon, you're like, Pepsi is like, oh, come on, get off the moon. Look, they've been, you know, if they haven't done it since Hitchcock, they're not going to do it. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. I'm I'm waiting for one day when we start seeing advertisements on things that we shouldn't be seeing advertisements on, like the moon, or they start beaming down projections on things. Just waiting for it. Yeah, anyone wants to give me $100,000 a year, there'll be one right on my forehead where it shouldn't be. Not, I'm, that's not a joke. <laughs> 100K a year, huh? I mean... Slam ball. I have... I will say I have some standards. Because I went on ClickBank today and I was like, maybe maybe we could make some money with affiliate marketing. And besides the 75 different weight loss teas that I had to go through and just ignore that were all at the top of the list, which is depressing, that like the most successful and lucrative affiliate marketing 
ones were all just bullshit weight loss teas. There were a couple which were... I'm going to say it here because I, I, I feel safe this, this deep into the episode and with this, uh, this audience. Uh, there were some that were like Trump dollar bill, gold dollar bills, and they were selling them in packs of 100, but the site was like, they're $5 a bill. So they're five hundred dollars, and it was there were two of them. It was one of that and one for like something else, and those were the only other things that were as successful as the weight loss teas. And I was like, maybe if I put in the bond minute bond and said like, I'll never do this because fuck Trump, specifically not. I'm not drawing party lines, just him. Uh. <laughs> Like, what if I just said, you know what, I don't want it, because fuck Trump, but if you want it, and I was like, I can't even do that. I can't, I can't, I can't, I want to, I might, (laughs) but I can't, but I might. Nah, it's not worth it. Okay. That's what I knew. (laughs) But I was like, because I, never in a million years would I, like, say, You know, this weight, I've lost a lot of weight recently, and there's this weight loss, fuck that. So I'm not gonna, I wouldn't lie, (laughs) but I was like, maybe if I went out on Front Street, I was like, I really don't want you to buy this, but if you're gonna buy it anyway. Buy it from here. Here's my link. I'm like, I still don't know if I could stomach that. I don't want in 20 years to look back and, you know, be a billionaire as I will, and then someone say, but you sold Trump bills. You started off selling Trump. <laughs> I don't want to tarnish my billionaire legacy like that. I'm poor. Don't, 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 don't mistake it. <laughs> Please. Um. All right. Anything else for the beginning? Nope. The beginning is the beginning has finishing. Come to a, yeah, has come to a has come to a close. Come. To a close. <laughs> And now we need the conclusion. I We need to make a mug that one day when people actually want to buy mugs from us, someone remind us that we need to make a mug that says it's coming to the conclose. Because I, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that so gosh dang much. Gosh dang. Try to, try to be more family friend now. Just more respectful. Um, uh, my name is Brad. My name is Brian. And that was uh, nope. Um, <laughs> and this movie may have been an edible, or it may have been a mushroom. But either way, movies are dope because this movie is dope. Oh, this movie is dope. Hey, I'll get it one of these nineteen <laughs> times. Honestly, these all all. The first two times you've ever uh, fumbled the ball. <laughs> On the one-yard line. <laughs> I mean, hey, where else do you fumble it? Am I right, ladies? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I'm not even... I'm not even... I, I just pulled the ejector cord <laughs> or whatever <laughs> before I was even done with the sense. Uh, because movies 
are dope. See you for prey, and none of you have to pray uh, that we won't watch the. Oh, what the fuck? Is yeah, See you and pray. Don't worry. Of- there's not an English version of Bahubali the Conclusion. Yeah. That abomination does, has never seen the light of day. <laughs> and follow Brad on Instagram. Burn. <laughs> I, I'm just going to leave that question as the end. <laughs>